0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I want you to know that God is doing something powerful, something mighty in our house, in our lives. And I pray this morning that you open up your hearts, that you open up your minds and your spirit, and allow God to do something. Allow the Lord to move in you the way he wants to move. I believe with all my heart that there has been an outpouring taking place. That God is causing that new wine season, that new wine presence to come upon us. We spoke last week, that uh, well, two weeks ago, that God said in these last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I will pour out my spirit like rain, he said in the book of Hosea. I will pour out my spirit like rain upon the body, upon you. Well, I want you to know that we are in those days, church. We are in those days of the outpouring where God says, I will pour out my spirit And the present rain will be greater than the former. And then he says, I'll bring them both together. The former rain, which you heard about, all the way back to the book of Acts, and everything between now and then, I'll bring it, and then I'll say to you, not only am I taking that latter rain, but I'm bringing everything that I'm going to bring in the current day, pull them together and say, this is the outpouring for you, the family of God. This is the outpouring for you. Has anybody here ever been in a a downpour? Yeah. Amen. Now, I want to welcome my in-laws here all the way from Colorado. Denver, Colorado. And I told them I'd be nice to them this morning. I wouldn't say anything about Raiders or anything about how great we did this year. Amen. Compared to the Broncos. I told them I would not say those things today. But I bring up the... Colorado thing for my my in-laws, that's a great moment to interject that because we Californians, we have pretty much easy weather. But there was a time I went back to Colorado and never in my life had I ever imagined such a downpour. It seemed like the clouds were really touching the ground and the lightning was striking the the, the ground I never had seen that we don 't see that kind of downpour here in California, but that was an amazing downpour. It was a pouring down that was that was powerful that was strong now when there 's a downpour, how many know that when there is a downpour, rivers begin to raise rise, rivers begin to rise, and in downpours. Flooding begins to happen. Especially in the river banks and in the canal banks. And those who are along the riverbanks, sometimes they get a little worried because the water's rising. And I want you to know that prophetically I'm speaking about our ministry. I'm speaking about this church. I'm speaking about your life. As a downpour is coming down from heaven. It's beginning to cause a rise in the river. It's beginning to cause a rise in the river. And when the river begins to rise, something powerful happens to the people of God, which you and I are. Open your Bibles or turn, just follow me on the board, if you would. And I'm reading on the book of Ezekiel chapter 47. And it says, Afterward, he brought me to the door of the temple, and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the front of the temple faced the east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple, south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gate that faces the east. And there was water running out on the right side i want you to know that god is pouring out his spirit and what is it about when we come together on sunday why i'm telling you why it's important because i have a river of life that is in me you have a river of life that is in you when we come together as a body there begins to be a flow that takes place There begins to be a flow that happens when we come together as a body of Christ. There's a river. There is a river. The river represents the life that comes through Jesus. I know this, that I'm born again. I know this, that there's life in me. Life that comes through Jesus Christ. It's not life that man can give. It's nothing that you can get on a tape or a self-help book. I'm talking about when the Holy Ghost comes upon somebody and it fills them with the presence of God. It transforms them from the inside outward. It transforms them and gives them new life. I know this, that there's a river flowing. When there's a downpour, there's a river that flows. That new life, it's speaking of Jesus. When he was on the cross, when he was on the cross, the Bible says that water was pouring out of his side. When the water was pouring out of his side, it represented that he died, that I might have life, and that you might have life. From within us comes waters, living waters that flow from deep within our souls. When you have been transformed by the blood of Jesus, it's by His death that I have life. It's by the cross that I can live. It's by Jesus and Jesus alone. Is anybody awake in this place this morning? Is anybody awake in this place today? The river of life is Christ. The river of life is Christ. It's Jesus. And when we come together corporately, the downpour, the, the open heavens, the latter day rain, the scriptures full of saying, I will pour out my spirit in the last days. It causes a river. And when the river rises, it becomes a flood that no man can contain. When the power of God is unleashed upon the people and upon the land, man cannot stop it. Government cannot stop it. The devil himself cannot stop it. And I'm saying to you that there's a rain coming upon the earth and there's a river that's rising. And it's in you today, my friend. The anointing of God is in you. Hmm. The river also represents the joy and the glory of the Lord, the glory of God, the presence of God. I don't want church. I don't want church. I don't want to play church. I don't want to act like church. I want to act like the glory of God is here in this place and it's transforming me, transforming me. It's by His life that I have life. It's by His death that I have life. And look what the Scripture says here. And when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits. A cubit's about the size of a, of, a, of a forearm. And he brought me through the waters. The waters came up to my ankles. Hmm. Talking about the glory here. Is anybody here? Am I in the same church that was here last Sunday? Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters, and he came up to my knees. Hmm. Again he measured 1000 cubits and brought me through and the water came up to my waist. Yeah. You like those graphics? Yeah. I, was, I just I thought you'd like those. Amen. Yeah, I was going to put fire up there about that. Water and fire. Amen. Again, he measured 1,000. And it was a river that I could not cross. For the water was too deep. Water in which one must swim. A river that could not be crossed. He said to me, son of man, have you seen this before? Then he brought me and returned me to the river bank. Now there are some things that we need to know about this this morning. First, to tiptoe in the presence of God is no longer enough. You see, the first evidence of the glory came up to the ankles. And some folks in the house of God are happy with that. Splashing along the water, you know, and kinda yeah, that's good. I'm just good with ankle ankle glory. You got ankle rings on? You're good with ankle glory. Just give me enough of, just give me enough of the glory and I'm okay with that. Splash around. Psh, psh, psh. You see when that, when the glory or when God is just up to your ankles you can still walk the way you want to walk. you can still act the way you want to act you can still have attitude the way you have attitude. Somebody has been yeah you're waking up now huh come on. No, no, I follow Jesus. Oh no, guy, I love God. He's my Savior. Yeah, but does your life reflect it? If you're still walking your own way, don't tell me you love God. If you're still walking according to your flesh, I just need enough for the glory. It comes up to my ankles. That way, I can do what I want to do and walk the way I want to walk. It's called ankle glory. Some of y'all put them tattoos on your ankles. You put, you put ankle, ankle bracelets on. Don't give me all that stuff. What about the glory? Do you have any glory on your ankles? You have any glory on your ankles? You have any glory on your feet? Maybe it's time to get happy feet in this place. Maybe it's time to get happy ankles in this place. Yes. To tiptoe. You ever tiptoe, tip not to the tulips, no. You ever tiptoe through the, through the water, you know? It's like you go to a, a river, river bank or you go to a little creek and it's like, oh, I don't want to get too wet. I, I, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me find the rocks because it's, it's ankle deep. I can still get over and I can still walk the way I want to walk, but I don't want to get too wet here. It's good, it's good, it's good. And that's how a lot of people act in this house. You're good with a little bit of church on Sunday morning. You're good with a little bit of ankle theology, a little bit of ankle glory. You're okay because you can still walk the way you, walk Ronnie, come on brother, walk. There you go. But I want you to know that the presence of God does not stop at the ankles. The presence of God does not stop right there. No, it says that it began to rise. When downpour begins to happen, then the rivers begin to rise. When the downpour happens, the rivers begin to rise. The Bible says we just read it that the water came up to our our, 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 our knees. Alright, now we're talking some. We're, we're doing a little bit of thinking here. Come on, Pastor Jim. Let me see here. Come on, let me see. Go. Woo, go. Uh-huh. All right, all right, all right. Now we're, we're talking about a different kind of walk here now. Can no longer tiptoe and splash around because the water is now knee deep. When the downpour happens, the right rivers begin to rise. Listen to me. Your walk is no longer good enough. Your way is no longer good enough. The way you do things is no longer good enough. Your own theology is no longer good enough. I don't want my way. I want his way. I don't want the way I know to do it. I want to know how he does it. Not my time, but his time. His time. Somebody say his time. You missed it, Doug. (laughs) Splashing around. Walking the way I want to walk. Doing the things I want to do. Saying the things I want to say. But still got a form of godliness. Godliness. Listen, I can't speak for you. I know for me it's not enough. When the power of God is coming down and the rivers are rising, the glory is rising, it begins to change the way we walk. You can't splash your feet in knee-deep water. You can't do it. It changes your walk. It changes the way you move. And you're walking a little slower, but you're walking differently. You're not you're not you're not in control anymore. That river is pressing up against you and it's telling you you can't do it this way anymore. Let me get some water up in here. My mouth is dry. The river it went from the ankles. You see the glory went from the ankles. To the knees. And it began to change the way he was walking. And it changes the way we walk. We can't do things the same anymore. We can't think the same anymore. we got to take away that religion we thought we knew about and get rid of it because God is doing a new thing. He asked the man and the prophet, he said, Son of man, have you ever seen this before? Most of us would say there's nothing new under the sun. But when you're in the kingdom of God, His mercies are new every day. His anointing is fresh every day. That's not yesterday's anointing. Good, good. Tiptoe anointing, no longer good enough. But the anointing didn't stop there, it went from the ankles and began to move up to the knees. And it didn't stop there. The anointing began to flow. You see, the downpour from heaven kept coming. And it began to make the river rise. And it began to get higher. And it got to his waist. Now everything has stopped. Everything has stopped. You're no longer even walking anymore. And it's like we have our own minds and our own ways of doing things. And we start walking according to what we want to do and what we want to say. Even when you're in the kingdom of God, we're walking and doing what we want to do. You can hear a message and hear the word. It don't matter because you are who you are. But all of a sudden, the glory of God comes upon you. And it halts everything and makes you realize that God is in control. That God is in control. And it went from the waste. Now you're not in control anymore. And there comes a point in your life as a believer where you got to let go, where you got to say yes. You are Lord of my life, and I submit myself to you. I submit my whole being to you, my soul. I submit everything to you, God. You are my Lord and my Savior. You see, the anointing gets to that point, and some folks, even in the river, they try to go their own way and start swimming upstream. They just like going against the current. They like going against the current just in them you still want to fight and do things your way but i want you to know something you can't fight against the current and win you can't fight against the current and win there comes a point you got to just jump in the river and let the river take you and let the holy ghost move you and let the glory of god take you but notice this that the word of god said as they walked it went from their ankles to their knees and from the knees to the waist. And then it just said, now you got to swim. you got to just swim in the glory of God. you got to just let go. But the point is, when they were walking, you can't stand still in the kingdom of God. You can't stand still and be static. You grow moldy. You grow frustrated. You grow stale. You got to move. And as you move in the glory, then the anointing begins to flow. Notice as they began to walk, it got higher. And as they walked more, it got higher. And as they walked more, it got higher. Friend, you got to walk in God. You got to move in the Lord and whom you have your being. He's my life, He's my Savior. And it's time to start moving in the Holy Ghost in this place. It's time to let the Lord take over this place and just flow. And my cry has been, let it rain, God. Let it rain, God, and let the river rise because I don't want to fight against it anymore. To go up current isn't easy. You got to just go. Just got to let it run. Did you say salmon? Salmon go upstream. Tunas go downstream. How many tunas in the house? Come on. You a big tuna? We need to be big tunas in this house. Now let let me flow a little bit more here. When I returned there along the riverbank... There were very many trees on one side and on the other. That means life. Then he said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region. Goes down into the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. Come on, stay with me now. Have you ever been a point in your life when it seemed like things were just dry? Have you ever felt like your prayers are just falling on deaf ears? Have you ever looked at your son or your daughter and said, man, that's a dry land right there? Some of you might even say your finances is a dry land. Parchment. parchment. You see, when there is dryness in the land, when there is a a parchment in the land, when there's that season of drought in any area of our lives, I want you to know that it's not over because seasons change and God is able to do something powerful in your life. And it shall be that every living thing that moves. Again, there's that word move. Somebody say move. move. Just nudge your neighbor there and say, you got to move. You got to move in Jesus. You got to move in God. Wherever the river goes, will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there. For they will be healed, and everything will live wherever the river goes." I want you to know that you what you thought was over, you thought your trials and tribulations were keeping your blessing down, I got news for you, friend, it's not over yet. I got news for you, friend, just because your son is not here in this house today, it's not over yet. Just because your daughter is not serving the Lord, it's not over yet. There's a river that's about to run. There's a river that's about to flow. I want you to know that in that river is life. Can you say amen? Everything will live wherever the river goes. Wherever the river goes, there will be life there. Wherever that river goes, there will be life there. And some folks, their lives are hard and and, and their hearts are hard because they've suffered a lot of pain. They've suffered a lot of sorrow. They've seen a lot of pain in their lives and their hearts are hard. But I got news for you that the river runs to the dry areas. The river runs to those places that are parched. And everything it touches will live, and it shall be that fishermen will stand by it from Engedi to England. There will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds of fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. Now, let, let me just tell you for a second. <clears throat> these two, these this region called Engedi, Are you with me this morning? Come on, don't fall asleep on me now. This region called En and Englaim. It was the deadest and driest in the region. Nothing lived in this area. No one wanted to pass by that way. On a journey you would avoid this whole region, because there was no water there. There was no life there. Everything was dead and dusty and dormant. There was nothing there. But I want you to know that the river ran to it. The river ran to it. The river looked for the dry land and took off and went to it. It's like this river started running to the parchment. It started running to the dryness. Is there an area in your life that is dead and dry? Well, Jesus is running to it. Jesus is running to it. We have this image that you know, we, God is up in heaven with his arms crossed. And waiting for you to respond because He's God. That's who He is. And if you want to serve me, you well, want come to church and you can serve me. That's just God. No, that's not how He is. The Jesus that I know, He runs to me. The Jesus that I know, He runs to the hurting. The Jesus that I know, He runs to the lost. He runs to the dry. He runs to those. He's running to you right now, friend. He's running to you right now. Jesus is running to you. That's the God I know. And that's the God you got to understand today. That's who He is. That's how much He loves you. That's how much He loves you. He runs to us. That's my Lord. Mm, That's my dad. That's my Jesus. That's my Savior. He runs to us. The river ran to the dryness. Is there an area in your life that you thought was dead? Maybe the doctor gave you a bad report. He doesn't have the final say. Jesus. He runs to us. and He's in the ear of your son. He's in the ear of your daughter. He's running to them. The river finds that parched and dry land and says, I will go and I will cause everything to live. Don't give up the fight because God's about to cause life in your family. He's about to cause life in your sons and your daughters. He's about to cause life in your marriage and in your body, in your physical body. He says, I will bring healing. Somebody say, Healing. healing. There's a river that's flowing, church. And you just got to jump in and start swimming, start going with the flow. Start going with the flow. And that river is running to the dry land right now. That river is running to you. What you thought was dead and diseased and over with is about to come alive. For that's how some have even focused and pictured your finances. It's a dead, it's a dead issue. I lost my job. I lost this. This happened. It's a dead issue. I want you to know the glory of God is running to you. It's running to you. And whatever the anointing touches will live again. Whatever the glory touches will live again. Whatever the power of God touches will live again. Are you dry in your soul today? Jesus is running to you I can't get that when the Holy Ghost showed me that as I was studying this I can't get that out of my mind I picture God just running to everybody who's hurting and we have this this understanding yeah you got to run to Jesus yeah of course but what happens when we're not in position to run what happens when we're not there and able to run. What happens when your babies don't have it in them to run to Him? Is that just it? I say no. Oh, my Jesus, my Savior. He runs to us. He runs to us, He runs to us, He runs to your sons and your daughters. When you are hurting, He runs to you. That's the Jesus I know, and that's the Jesus I want to tell you about right now. He's that friend that sticks closer than a brother. He's that one that says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That's who he is. That's who he is. He's running to you right now, church. He's running to you right now. Right now. He's in your ear speaking. Just let him in, let the river flow. Just jump in. Say, God, here's my life. Here I am, Lord. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus Anointing Anointing Hallelujah 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 Come on, church Let the river run right now Hallelujah 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 Jesus Jesus, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of our God.